Hello, everybody, and welcome to our first podcast, the E&G Podcast. My name's Jeff. And I'm Esther. And this is a podcast to sort of document our adventures in and around the western New York area and all over the place. And we're really just looking for a means to, like, show you guys what we do. We'll tell them, because we're not showing them anything. Okay. There's no video. Yes, it's a podcast. And hopefully nobody has this name. What name? Oh, E&G. Yeah, we don't want anyone to have E&G. We looked it up, and there were no E&Gs, so we're just assuming we're the only E&G podcast. <laughs> right? Yeah. So this first episode, we're going to sort of talk about our most recent trip. Uh, we just got back from Lynchburg, Virginia. One of my good friends from college was married, and it was kind of a whirlwind of a weekend where we decided to drive down after work on Friday and get back in time for work on Monday. Yeah, so Lynchburg and Buffalo are not very close. So for those of you who are not from Buffalo or Lynchburg, uh, they're like 10 hours away by car. And we broke it up into three days of driving. So we took a half day or really like a quarter day of work on Friday and we drove to Baltimore and then Saturday morning, we drove from Baltimore to Lynchburg. And Sunday, we drove back from Lynchburg to Buffalo. So basically, every day on this quote-unquote trip was, you know, we were in transport. We were never, like, in a place and not moving, so. Yeah, and we sort of have that issue where we plan way too much for our trips because if well, we're 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 lucky that we have a lot of friends all over the country. And so anytime we're like remotely in an area close to them, we're like, "Oh, we should stop and see them or we should grab dinner with them or, you know, something like that." And so it turned out that um Jeff's brother lives in Baltimore and he figured that it would be better to break up the drive if we drove the six hours to Baltimore and then the four hours to Lynchburg instead of driving 10 hours straight to Lynchburg. And it was good. It was fun. We had a good time. Um, but on Friday, we wanted to work like only a couple of hours and drop the cat off and get back, get to Baltimore in time to see the Orioles play at 7 p.m. and it just like didn't work out. <laughs> well, I mean, we kind of knew we were we were short on time. So the original plan would be uh, we would leave Buffalo at like, I don't know, 11 and go straight to Baltimore, you know, six hour drive. We get there before the game time. We meet up with my brother and we go to the Orioles game. Uh, well, it turns out my brother had to work until like 10 o'clock at night. So we kind of changed our plans to go to Reptile Land because we love going to like zoos and aquariums and that sort of thing. And Reptile Land is uh, just outside Williamsport, Pennsylvania. Uh, I think it's in like a town called Allenwood, Pennsylvania. And uh, but the problem with that is they didn't, they close early. They close at 5 p.m. on weekdays. And of course it was a Friday. So we would have had to left Buffalo at 11 and drove straight there. Now, where Reptile Land is located, it's like three and a half hours from Buffalo. So if we left on time, hypothetically, we'd have enough time to go to Reptile Land for, you know, an hour and a half, two hours before it closed, and then drive the rest of the distance to Baltimore and catch up with my brother after he's done with work. But Esther, what happened? 
So the original plan was for Jeff to drop off our cat Dakota at his mom's house that morning before he went to work. Um, and our cat is a little bit of a terror, and so it was stressful getting her into the carrier. And she was fighting him the entire time that he was trying to push her in, like like forcing her head between all of the cracks and trying to get out. And so in this like wrestle to get her into the carrier, he forgot her litter box, and it's like a thirty yeah. a thirty minute drive back. And so we just sort of decided that instead of wasting that time driving back then, he would just wait until after work when we both got off at 11 to pick the litter box up and then we would drop it off on our way out of town. Right, so that little diversion added time. So if we got out of work around 11 and we drove back from work to our apartment in North Buffalo and uh, you know, so we, we leave North Buffalo at like 11, 20, 11, 30, we have the litter box, we have all our stuff. And we drive out to my mom's house. But of course, now we're hungry and we have to drop the litter box off. So we take a diversion to a fast food place because we thought fast food meant like we'll get the food fast. But of course, it's lunchtime and this fast food place was kind of swamped. So the food took longer than we expected and we went back to my mom's. And by the time we dropped off, the litter box kind of said goodbye to the cat for a second, ate our food. We didn't leave Buffalo till what, one... Yeah, at least one thirty. One thirty. Yeah. <laughs> so then we figured if we drove the three and a half hours straight to Reptile Land, maybe we could get there before they close the doors at four. But then I don't know. We stopped and we moseyed and we just enjoyed the drive. And by the time we got to Reptile Land, it was like four thirty, four forty-five. Yeah, I don't know if we. <laughs> I don't know if we moseyed. I think you know Google Maps tells you something's three and a half hours away. But that's if you just drive straight and you don't occur, you know, like you don't bump into traffic or you don't stop to go to the bathroom or get gas. And you're going to stop and get gas and go to the bathroom. Did it stop? Are we, are we, uh... No, it's still going. <laughs> okay, that was awkward. So we're recording on Esther's phone, by the way, and it just kind of looks like it stopped recording, but it didn't. Uh, so we got a little derailed there. Uh, anyway, back to the trip. You know, so so like I was saying about Google Maps, it, it, it shows you three and a half hours, and, you know, it took us a little more than that. Yeah, but it was okay. Like, Reptile Land is sort of one of those things that we've driven by a thousand times, and we've always met... All right, not a thousand times. Okay, at Esther's least... Esther's driven by it a few times. I've done it a lot <laughs> in my life, but a thousand is way too much. At least a dozen combined, you know? Yeah. Between the two of us, we've driven past it at least a dozen times, and we've always been meaning to go, but... I actually had been as a kid. At some point, I went with my mom, but I remember it being really cool, but we were kind of in a rush because, you know... If I'm ever in that area, Williamsport, I'm I'm going from one place to another. Like, I'm going from Maryland to New York. I'm not just in Pennsylvania. Yeah, so you're always in transit. You're on a trip going from one place to another. And so since their hours are short, like, they're probably open from, like, 8 to 5, um, it's hard to fit that in to your travel schedule. Uh, but we're, we are planning on going on a trip to Williamsport and spending the weekend there and watching a professional, or, uh, yeah, minor professional, league, minor, minor league, league baseball, baseball game. Yeah. And going to see. Esther, this is like the lowest of minor league baseball. It's single A <laughs> short season baseball. So we're talking like 
maybe 500 people at the game. Okay, but they still get paid, so it's still professional. Yeah, they get paid less than us, though. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, so we had all of these issues getting out the door. Um, We missed Reptile Land. We weren't going to make it to Baltimore in time to go to the Orioles game, but that was okay because his brother was stuck at work until 10. Uh, So it was fairly low-key after we got over not making those two appointments. Right. So then we figured we could go straight to Baltimore, get food in Baltimore, uh, or we could stop somewhere. So we always go through Harrisburg on the way down to Baltimore. Uh, we have we had another friend who lived in Baltimore, and my brother lives in Baltimore, so we, we've been there a few times. So you always go through Harrisburg um, on the way from Buffalo, and Harrisburg always seems like a really cool city to go to. Um, you know, the the highway kind of merges onto the road, like a regular road, and you just drive through the city. So we've always kind of wanted to stop there, so we stopped in Harrisburg, right? Yeah, and it's a beautiful city. Like, uh, it's right on this river, and there's all this waterfront property, and it's very old, so all the houses and buildings are beautiful, and the Capitol's there, which is gigantic and amazing. The Capitol building. Yeah, the Capitol building. Um, And I guess... So I learned my states and capitals in second grade, and I guess I just forgot that Harrisburg was the capital of Pennsylvania, and so I just wasn't expecting anything to be there, even though it was this beautiful town. And then you, like, walk downtown, and you see, like, this giant, giant building that's, like, towering over everything else downtown, and you realize that it is, in fact, the capital of the state. (laughs) So we stopped in Harrisburg uh, and got some dinner at a burger place, and it was very good it was burger yum right burger yum it was so much better than we expected it to be and it was so much better than like a fast food burger or something like that like it was nice that we took the time to like research the restaurants in the area to actually get some quality local food yeah so uh we stopped there we got hamburgers it was really good um the neighborhood that we drove through i thought was really cool so there's row houses in harrisburg so you know, like, if you just drive by the city, you don't think this city is going to have row houses or even, a like, a district that looks historic like that. But, of course, with all these old cities, you're going to have m- more of those things. And uh, the neighborhood was called Hard Scrabble. Super cool. Uh, all the row houses were very unique and distinguished, and everything was built to the road, which I really like. Uh, and we... So Harrisburg was awesome, but, you know, we weren't there very long. It was maybe an hour in total. Yeah, we just ate and then had a had a beer and walked around. So it was maybe a little more than an hour, but we're pretty fast eaters. But it was just nice to like decompress a little bit and stretch our legs after driving for like four or five hours. Yeah, but Harrisburg's not far from Baltimore, so the next stretch wasn't too long. So we get into Baltimore at I don't know, like nine o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so we were in Hamden, Hamden, the section of Baltimore where my brother works. And we uh, we got a beer with him. Uh, super cool area. Uh, if you've watched any of my YouTube videos, I'd love to do a YouTube video in Baltimore. And definitely one like even focused on Hamden. We went to Hunfest last year and that was really neat. Uh, that, that whole neighborhood's definitely if we lived in Baltimore, we would try to live there. Well, we don't really know the whole city, though. Yeah, I mean, Baltimore is definitely a very cool city that we've been lucky to visit several times, and Hamden Park is also very cool and seems to have a lot going on there. Um, 
So, okay, so we met up with him, had a beer, had some Old Bay Wings, which are different. We, we're from Buffalo, and so, well, not from Buffalo, but we live in Buffalo right well, now. Well, I'm from Buffalo. Okay. Esther's not from Buffalo. I'm not from Buffalo. Uh, but we live in Buffalo right now, so we've had quite a few wings, and there's like a pride that comes with wings when you're from Buffalo. Uh, they have to be cooked the right way. They have to be non-breaded. Uh, yeah, so like a lot of places... We we met in Orlando, and we live down in Orlando. Orlando's got a lot of places to get wings. They just don't cook them long enough. I don't know what it is. I don't. I just like people don't know. You're, they're supposed to be kind of crispy. Yeah, or the problem is that they bake them, so they're not crispy at all. Oh. They're just like mushy. Gross. Uh, so that's funny. Jeff's brother actually asked how crispy their wings were (laughs) before he ordered them because it is such a common problem that they're not cooked long enough and they're not crispy enough Um, the the old bay seasoning on the wing though surprisingly works well but i love old bay seasoning i put it on like eggs yeah and i think we eat it mostly on eggs and so when i was eating the old bay wings it felt kind of like i was eating breakfast more so than like eating wings at a bar at 10 o'clock at night oh really yeah it, you know i didn't get that it, it tasted good i really liked it with the blue cheese esther didn't have it with the blue cheese yeah so really the like blue, blue cheese, cheese. kind of really made it feel like you're eating a regular wing yeah. but the old bay you know the old bay seasoning in there it was nice and it's it's not messy you know yeah that's true i mean it, there is like seasoning on it but you know wings have sauce so yeah. and this was just dry it was like butter with old bay on top yeah um so we got drinks, got wings, uh, went back to his brother's place, slept, woke up the next morning fairly early, had breakfast, and... That was it. That, that was, was all it. of Baltimore. Baltimore was short, and we drove to Lynchburg. So Lynchburg is like southwestern Virginia. Not West Virginia, just regular Virginia. <laughs> just Western Virginia. Right, yeah. It's different. <laughs> so we we roll into Lynchburg around 2.30, and the wedding that we were supposed to be at was at 4. So just enough time to shower, change, get to the wedding. Yeah, and the drive ended up being a lot longer than we anticipated because there was a lot of heavy rain. Yes. And that caused a lot of traffic that yes. we just didn't see coming. Yeah. Um, My Trailblazer's brakes are not the best either, so I was very paranoid in the heavy rain. And, and the mountains, too. Yeah, and that's one mistake that we made. Uh, we really should have looked at the car and the maintenance before we went on this trip. But we just, Buffalo is really flat. So we didn't think about driving in the mountains yeah. with bad brakes. Uh, it just I mean, don't get me wrong. These aren't bad brakes. Like, they're not squeaking or, or the car's not going to break loose. They're just, they're just looser than they yeah, should be. Yeah, but you know that feeling when you're trying to brake and then your car is like, oh, 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 like I don't really want to. That's sort of what we're dealing with on the downhill. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we roll into Lynchburg, go to the wedding. The wedding was awesome. It's at a little church and... That, that went really well. And after the wedding, we went to a Kroger grocery store. That was my first time at a Kroger. You know, it was, it was nice. For those of you who are Buffalo listeners, it was more of a Tops than a Wegmans. And if you are a Florida listener, it was more of a Winn-Dixie than a Publix. Yeah, so... If that we, gives you an idea. So we try to categorize um, grocery stores in comparison to, like, the big name grocery stores in our well, areas. The best grocery stores are Wegmans and Publix, totally. hands down. And I think, you know, on these like 
you see these things on Facebook, like, oh, best grocery stores in the country. Wegmans and Publix are always like one, two. Like, it's normally Wegmans, then Publix. So we've kind of lived in both areas. Uh, and then there's also like the secondary grocery stores. Like up here, it's Tops, which is also a good grocery store. I like Tops. Um, and, and down in Orlando is Winn-Dixie, although those were kind of dying off when we were there. Yeah, but in the South still, Kroger uh, is king. Um, I think Kroger was in Ohio, too, when we went to Cleveland. Yeah, I'm not really sure where the spread is, but um, I had a Kroger in my college town in Georgia, and it was amazing. They're also open 24-7, like Tops and Wegmans, which is like a necessity when you're in college. Um, But the prices are good, and... It's just they it's, have monster sandwiches. They have monster sandwiches. Jeff bought this sandwich that was like gigantic. It was bigger than a football. Yeah, like bigger than a football. Like I, just, I just don't understand. And it was only a half a sandwich too. So like a full monster sandwich would be enough for like five people. So like you know how subs are just like normal width, like only a few inches wide, but like twelve inches long is a large sub. This was like six inches long, but also like six inches thick. So it was just <laughs> yeah. It wasn't a perfect circle, but it was close. It was just this brick of a sandwich. Like who even makes loaves of bread that thick? Yeah. I can only imagine how many pieces of ham or cheese. We, by the way, we did not finish that sandwich. No, on, not at all. And we ate that two separate times during the trip yes we had it after the wedding and then we put it in the fridge and then had it as like a mid or mid-morning snack the next day yeah so we uh we built our own six-pack with uh virginia beer that we can't get in buffalo or at least i don't think we can get in buffalo uh and sunday morning we woke up and drove back to buffalo uh but it wasn't that simple so we get in the car we start driving about a half hour into the drive, here comes the rain, and neither of us really looked at the forecast, so there's another mistake. So first mistake, not really checking your vehicle. Second <laughs> mistake, not really checking the forecast. The forecast was rain everywhere <laughs> the whole time. So we left southern Virginia, and we, we, we headed up. We headed up north, and through the mountains, the rain was off and on, and the trip was fun we stopped at a a food lion grocery store for a minute and it was super small so we didn't buy anything (laughs) we just went to a gas station yeah and nothing gets food lion if 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 somebody's out there listening and they go to food lion i mean it seemed okay but it was really small it was good for food but you know how a lot of like higher-end grocery stores will have like the grab it to go like section where you can get sandwiches and like snacks i wouldn't even say stuff. higher end i just say most grocery most, stores have that most larger grocery stores would have a yeah. section like that and the food lion just didn't and so to be fair we were in the middle of nowhere we were in the middle of nowhere and it was on a, it was on a mountaintop it was off of a highway as well so like we weren't in any way disappointed uh we just went to a gas station and got like a giant liter of water and some snacks um we were trying to eat healthier on this trip. Like usually we would like get sodas and like vitamin waters and all that, but we really made it a point to 
um, get a liter of water every time we stopped. And it, it really helped. Like a lot of the time I, I get car sick and um, I usually think that when I'm feeling sick that I need something sweet for some reason because I feel like that like helps my stomach. But I didn't even feel like remotely queasy on the entire trip. And I really do think that it's because we had so much water, like just real food. <laughs> um, so on our drive up from Virginia, we crossed into West Virginia. Well, we just checked the fastest way on Google Maps, and it just took us up all these highways and like a, a few mm, interstates. I don't even know if I'd call them highways. <laughs> They're just roads. Yeah, they were mainly just two lane with roads. stop signs and intersections. Yeah, these I wouldn't call these highways, but I guess they're labeled highways. So I guess the third mistake on this trip would have been to stick with interstates, um, just because we didn't. But know... But I don't know if that's always the best choice. No, not always. But if we had good brakes in our car, if we had checked the forecast, then it would have been a good idea to stay on an interstate. Yeah, but you couldn't have persuaded me to go that way. I would have just gone the way that. That the phone was making, because it saved us time, like a good amount of time. I mean, sort of, except that we went, we, okay, that we're getting ahead of ourselves. So we're driving through Virginia and the rain starts. And then we cross into West Virginia and the flooding starts. By the way, West Virginia, beautiful. Yeah, both, both states are just so beautiful and they're green, so green. Real green. And the mountains are beautiful and everything is just so very different from western new york that it's like breathtaking and there's water everywhere there are these rivers but then you don't realize that when they get a lot of rain those rivers flood and then they flood the road which is a problem that we ran into the main highway that we were on 522 we uh came up to a roadblock because the entire road was underwater they closed the road down they closed the highway <laughs> And we had just never experienced anything like that because Buffalo never floods. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's flooded in Buffalo, but not. They don't close highways for floods here. Yeah, they're gonna close a highway for a blizzard, and but not a flood. Yeah, snow is very different from rain, um, and we thought that we were well equipped for the rain because we lived in Orlando for so long, and we and it, we had torrential a rain. downpours in Orlando. Yeah, we had a rainy season, but because it was only torrential downpour, it wasn't necessarily a problem with flooding, um, because yeah. it only rained for like thirty minutes to an hour every yeah, day. Not so much constant, just yeah. very flash flood. But when these states had this like constant, like not even very heavy rain, just like all day rain mm -hmm. for like several days. <laughs> Then you could tell that all of their rivers and streams were just, like, engorged. Like, so much water rushing through these areas. Um, so the first roadblock that we came across, uh, we saw that a bunch of people were going down another road. And that didn't show up on my map. So I didn't suggest that we go. And, and I had a, a little panic attack there. I'm, Esther's telling me, take a left, and every other person <laughs> on the road is taking a right. And looking back on it, we really should have gone with the flow of traffic, but since it wasn't showing up on my phone, I didn't want to get us into another situation where we would just be stuck not knowing where we were, especially right. if this tiny road wasn't showing up on my map. Um, so I took Jeff down the super windy road that was also underwater. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was terrifying. White knuckle driving for sure. So we're, we're you know, 
it's a windy road. I'm sure it'd be beautiful in the summer when it's not raining and you drive by all these houses. This is the kind of road where there's no center line, side lines. It's just asphalt. There's no painted anything. There's barely even street signs. So we're driving up and down and we're getting close to the 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 rapids. I mean, they were raging. It was raging water on both sides of the road. Very terrifying. And then there were patches of the road that were underwater and we drove through it. Maybe not the best choice. Yeah, so the first the first part of the road that was underwater, I was seconds from saying turn around and Jeff just plowed through it. And I was no, thinking, I definitely sized it up. I was not ready. <laughs> like, I didn't want to drive through it if it meant, like, we weren't going to make it to the other side. Yeah, but we just didn't know because we don't have a lot of experience riding or driving through water We've like seen that. those videos, though. Yeah, of cars getting stuck. Yeah. And so we were thinking, like, we're going to drive through this and we're going to get stuck and it's going to be terrible because we're in the middle of West Virginia. It's raining. Like, we don't have cell phone service. All no we have- cell phone service. T-Mobile is great, but non-existent in West Virginia. Yeah, and so we didn't have any cell phone service. All I had was this little map on my phone that was hardly loading. And so when we drove through that first, like, mini lake, I was like, okay, well, this is it. We're doing it. It's either we turn around and drive through that again and, like... Which I probably did not want to do. Yeah, maybe get stuck or we just continue going and try to see how it goes. Oh, gosh. (laughs) So now I'm... I'm begging this road to go uphill because we weren't even at the bottom of the valley when we went through that first water crossing. Goes down a little bit. There was a, a little bit lesser of a water crossing. Uh, this one was, you could see the road, so it was totally fine. We drove through that one. Then the road went up a little bit and down a little bit and up and down. <laughs> and then we went to a part of the road where the road was dry, but the sides of the road were rapids fully grown trees underwater the water is just ripping through this valley on both sides of the road the road had barely an inch above this water we get through all that we connect back to the main road that was initially closed because the highway must have had even worse rushing water if they completely closed it because they didn't close the side road yeah yeah, so we we made it on the other side of the road a couple miles down. And we met up with some more traffic, so other people who must have gone around in some other way or got onto the highway after the road closure. Yeah, and um, at this point, our nerves were a little shot. Like A little. That's an understatement. <laughs> Like, Jeff is very vocal when he's stressed out, but I have, like, pretty much the opposite reaction. I just, like, get very quiet and don't really want to say anything other than, like, what's logical. Like, so my brain was immediately going for, like, well, if we see other cars on the road that are closer to the ground than you, then we're fine. You know, like, if we see other cars... I wasn't having any of that, though. (laughs) I was just thinking, we gotta get... This is... I want... I just want to stop raining, or I want us to go up a giant road that just keeps going uphill. Yeah. Uphill is all I was begging for. Right. Um, and so, since our nerves are a little shot, we stopped at a gas station. A country store. A country store. Um, and Jeff goes in to use the bathroom. And while he's in the bathroom, I hear this girl on the phone who works at the little deli counter in the country store. Um, she's talking to her boss or something. And she's like, well, should we close the store? The valley's completely closed down. And I'm, I'm just thinking, 
oh god i hope jeff doesn't hear this <laughs> like because i'm just and thinking, of course i did yeah and of course he did so i'm just thinking this is going to make it so much worse she's having this conversation with her boss these and, are people who live there and they're freaked out yeah and they're worried and people aren't coming into work and they're yeah. talking about closing the store at two o'clock in the afternoon you the know? person who breaks these two can't make it in yeah she's just not coming um so and the owner of the store is telling them then close up and leave yeah. you know he's not even suggesting that they stay so he knows how bad the weather is outside and i was just like oh gosh meanwhile outside ambulances and emergency vehicles are going in both <laughs> directions they're flying down the road in both directions but i but then again i'm thinking well if there's traffic going both ways then clearly somebody's getting through somewhere and so we talked to this girl who's on the phone and she's like everything south of here is closed down like you can't where we came from yeah and she's like you can't get out of the valley you just can't and we're like well we're going north and she tells us oh it's okay north is fine you just have to drive through this mini lake and then the butt or and then the city that you're going through (laughs) is completely floated (laughs) floated (laughs) (laughs) yeah this little town something springs it would have been a nice little town to drive through if it weren't flooded It, it was completely underwater yeah so we went through that little lake and it, and it was a little lake. It was totally covering the bottom covered of covered the wheel wells. <laughs> yes, it was very it was pretty deep. Uh we got through it no problem though. And then by the time we got to that little town that she mentioned, there was um like a state park or something. No, that, I think it was just a little town park. It was just a park. Yeah. And it was completely underwater. Town. Like you could see the tops of picnic benches. Just the top. Sticking out from like all of this rushing, like nasty brown water. Yeah. And when you think of like floodwaters, it was, this was the opposite of stagnant. This water was moving. I mean, yeah. it was going just as quick, if not quicker than the cars were. Yeah. Um,. And luckily, the road that went right through the city was not closed, so there was no detour like she was telling us there would be. Um, So it must have gotten better by the time we got to it, but it was still so bad, like, while we were there. Like, everything was underwater, like, people's houses, like... it was just crazy. We've mm-hmm. never seen anything like Massive this. damage, by the way. This town is probably still dealing with this. Yeah. We were just passerbyers, <laughs> and this town had to deal with it. People were walking around the town because I think they were just looking at all the flooding. Yeah. <laughs> so, we get out of West Virginia, drive through Maryland for like five minutes. And yeah, by the way, w- why is that part of Maryland even in existence? It was three <laughs> minutes. It said, welcome to Maryland, and then it said... Thanks for visiting Maryland. Yeah, it must have been the very if tiniest part. If you can part. picture the state of Maryland in your head, there's the tiny part. Maryland kind of looks like a machine gun, and there's like this tiny little part, and that's where we went through. <laughs> yeah, so by the time we get into Pennsylvania, yeah. it's better. It's still, still raining. It's still raining, but the roads are much higher up off of the ground. And That's because of the elevation. And farther away from the rivers. Yeah, so we were no longer in the valleys. We're now like just in mountains. So we drive through uh, Pennsylvania, and we're just outside. We're in this town called Breezewood, and I see a cool Instagram picture. There's a motel with an old motel sign uh, that I had to take a picture of. So... By the way, if you'd like to follow me on Instagram, it's Jeffrey Searsan on Instagram. If you want to follow me. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so we go through the intersection and we have a green light. 
So I'm just driving through the intersection like a normal person would, and to our left is a giant truck. Uh, not an 18-wheeler. This is a just a pickup truck, but a big pickup truck. It's jacked up off the ground. This is like a farmer's truck. And they are flying down the road, blaring their horn. And I'm like, what is going on here? I have a green light. Why are they not stopping? I don't know if they were drunk or their brakes were broken or, or whatever, but they barreled through and missed us by what a foot yeah well it, we were at the bottom of a steep hill and it was raining so i'm sure that they just couldn't stop and like that's but they didn't even fine. slow down they were just <laughs> it was like a train like it was they were just gonna hit us or not and thank god it was not yeah they didn't hit us all in the name of instagram photos yeah but we weren't doing anything wrong we were going through a green light <laughs> we would have been through that green light regardless of the instagram photo yeah but I got the photo. You can see it. <laughs> I like it. It's a good photo. So we go through Breezewood. We go through central Pennsylvania. We see some towns we've never seen. We saw Altoona. They have a baseball stadium. That was cool. Yeah. Um, the Allegheny National Forest was there. Yep. We couldn't stop, but it was there. Yep. And we'd like to go back. We're, we were getting a little tired, too. I mean, that was part of the... I mean, once you get over about six hours in the car, you really start to not want to stop. Yeah, because you, you realize that every time you stop, that takes away from the momentum of the trip. And so, mm-hmm. like, even when you're just stopping to use the bathroom or, like, grab a drink, or that's, like, that's like a 15-minute to 30-minute stop. And that just keeps adding on to the end of your trip. Yeah. So, like, straight through Lynchburg to Buffalo was only about an eight-and-a-half-hour drive. No, yeah. straight, but you can't, no one can do that straight. Well, some people can do that, but we can't. No, not even, what, what, gas? Gas, you're going to have to stop for gas at least some point. Okay, but what if you have an electric car? Then you don't have to. Regardless, we're not going to do that. So an eight and a half hour drive turned into a ten something hour drive? Yeah. That's still not bad. We're still making good time. I think that's still pretty good time on the road. I mean, it's not trucker time, but it's not family time. Families would take a lot longer. Family would take 12 or 14 hours. <laughs> they got to stop and kids got to go to the bathroom. Kids got to eat. Yeah. Um, so we put off getting food for probably too long because Pennsylvania and, um, the part of New York that we're driving through, there just isn't a lot going on there. Yeah. I mean, this is just, this, this, these are mountain towns. Yeah. So there's, there's nothing there. So, um, I knew in my head, you know, I watched like the Buffalo news and they, they talk about Bradford PA. But they don't talk about anything else in that general area. So when we saw signs for Bradford, I thought, well, we should get dinner there because I don't know if there's going to be another town. We get to Bradford, and we're kind of at wit's ends, and I asked Esther if we want to stop kind of at the last second, which, by the way, if you're driving, you need to give whoever you're with more than five seconds to decide whether you want to pull off or not because they're just not going to answer fast enough. I don't care who it is. They're not going to answer within five seconds. And you as the driver just need to make the decision. Yeah, and I think that that's something that we've sort of just learned over all of the years of traveling together is that you just kind of have to make up your mind. Like, But I a, asked the question. I yeah. was tired. I asked, should we stop? Esther said, uh, and then we missed the exit. Well, I said, uh, this town's dumpy. And then... Yeah, so by the way, if anyone <laughs> lives in Bradford, I did not agree with Esther. I think she was saying that because she's hungry, 
you know, it was still rainy. It was super cloudy. I mean... Yeah, it was just gross. And when it looks, when it's gross weather, your town looks gross. It doesn't matter. Buffalo looks gross in gross weather. It's okay. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Yeah, but so. But I didn't want to stop. I didn't want to get out of the car. I wasn't very hungry. And so I. Oh, did, I don't know about that. I could not You were relate. hungry. I was not. I was getting irritated. <laughs> but I wasn't hungry. Um, so we didn't stop then. And apparently that was a mistake because we didn't come across another town until an hour later. N- yeah. And the hour later is Ellicottville, which is a beautiful ski town, but it's not a town with fast food. So mm-hmm. we had to go to a brewery. Now, mind you, we went to Ellicott Brew Com- Brewing Company. Ellicottville Ellicott- Brewing Company. Ellicottville Brewing Company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So great beer. The brew company. You know, I mean, it's like you know, it's like fancy burgers and stuff. So it's not cheap and it's not really fast. But luckily, it's Sunday night. There's nobody there. It's raining, so this town is empty. I, the only times I've been to Ellicottville are one to go skiing or snowboarding. I went with my family, and the town was loaded with people. And then we went in the summer once, or early fall, when like uh, the leaves were changing colors. And the town was loaded with people to see the leaves. So the only two times I've been to Ellicottville are super crowded. There was nobody in the town. I mean, this town was deserted when we went there. Yeah. Um, In this area, all all the trees are really beautiful in the fall. And so everybody goes out leaf peeping. And I've literally never heard of that because I'm from the south. Like things are it's just different like our seasons are just a little different and while your trees do change color it's just not it's the as cold. drastic yeah the cold it's like overnight buffalo just changes color completely like it's beautiful and amazing and it's it's like this spectacle every autumn and so we were stuck in ellicottville going mountain biking during this beautiful time of year and we couldn't get a table at a restaurant because any of the restaurants there were just so many people we looked up yelp <laughs> And all of the restaurants had these reviews. We couldn't even go to the sh- the worst restaurants. So that, comparing that to how it was on Sunday, where nobody was walking around, yeah. half of the businesses were closed. Um, I would say more than half, yeah. And then we just walked right into this usually very crowded restaurant. Um, and we're one of the only tables that this server was helping. Uh, so it worked out. It was very fast. Um, and we were ma- we were able to make it back home by like nine o'clock, which is good. It's good timing. It's it's enough time to get a good night's sleep before work the next day, which we are not usually very good at planning. Like usually we're rolling in at like one in the morning, like or getting, later, or later, <laughs> picking up the cat, getting a couple of hours of sleep before yeah. starting work the next week, and um. You know, I I know a lot of people like to take an extra day off after their vacation to sort of adjust and get back into the Those are what we like to call smart people, but we don't do that. (laughs) But we don't do that because, like, if I'm going to take an extra day off, then I'm going to take an extra day wherever I was, you know? I'm not going to take an extra day in (laughs) Buffalo. Like, why would I do that? That's just not how my brain works. Yeah, we live here. We love Buffalo, but... Why Why would you take another day off at your apartment when you yeah. can take another day off at whatever destination you were at? And I understand it's so much better for, like, your brain and your happiness, but, like, I would much rather be tired the next day than use a vacation day to sleep, you know? Yeah. But, Today is the next day. 
We're okay. recording this on the next day. Yeah. We so did. obviously the sleep was good enough because we're recording this and we're fine. Yeah, and we did. We got home in time to have a good night's sleep and even to like relax a little. Like Jeff watched the basketball game last night. Yeah, and... NBA Finals. <laughs> I read. Game two wasn't that great. <laughs> the first one was better. So even though we had this like really complicated, like kind of rushed, like a little bit traumatic trip, like I think we we came out on top we had a really good time and we got a good story out of it enough so that we thought that we could start a podcast with all of these stories you know well i mean to be fair we've wanted to do i've wanted to do a podcast for a long time but i think that trip was really the the tipping point for esther so that's kind of where this podcast came along yeah so jeff has always been very interested in youtube youtube videos and podcasts um and he actually did do a YouTube video. We'll link that, um, or a YouTube channel for a really long time. Um, and he's wanted to do something collaborative with me for a while, but I'm just not, I'm not interested in a whole lot of things. Um, and it's, so if, if it was so hard to get me to do it with him, like the way that we are as a couple, like we just like to put a lot of time, patience and energy into our relationship. And so if we're not doing something together, then it's hard to find the time and energy to and do patience it. to do it. Yeah. Because we both work full time jobs. And so that takes a large time, <laughs> like a large time um, commitment out of our day. So anytime after that, like we sort of want to catch up and like talk and hang out and do do stuff that's actually fun, not and while YouTube videos and podcasts are fun, it's a lot of work too. Uh, especially YouTube videos, <laughs> and especially when your computer is slow, yeah. it does not make it easy. This computer I have is a nightmare. It makes a four hour process into an eight hour process. <laughs> so. Um, we were able to agree on this topic of traveling and adventuring um, as something that both of us would be very interested in doing. And so that's sort of where this podcast came from. Uh, we just want to use this as an outlet to talk about all the adventures that we've gone on and all the adventures that we want to go on. Mm-hmm. And um, it feels like it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. So we're going to try to do this once a week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're recording on a Monday. I think this is a good time to record for us. Uh, we don't have too many big plans on Mondays, so we'll try to release this every Monday. Uh, if you want to follow us in any form, you can follow me on Instagram. It's uh, Jeffrey Searsant. Uh, if you don't know how to spell it, we'll put it in the link somewhere on here because mm-hmm. um, it's not like it's super easy to spell. And also the YouTube page, Jeffrey Searsant. I'm going to try to make a YouTube video again soon. Uh, next week we're going to Detroit, so kind of a, a little sneak peek of next week. We we haven't gone yet, so we don't know how this trip's going to go or, <laughs> or if we're even going to be in Detroit. Well, hopefully we are. Um, yeah, Jeff's birthday is um, this Wednesday. Yes, so, two days. So we're going to... Last time we were in Detroit, uh, we, we went on this like crazy great uh, road trip adventure. Yeah, don't give that whole thing away. It's totally <laughs> podcasts for when we don't go on trips as we can talk about yeah, that trip. we'll talk about it. Um, but one of our nights was spent in Detroit and we loved it. Like, so much more than we thought we would. Uh, so it's only four hours away if you drive through Canada. Um, so it's not very far. And we figured a birthday was a great excuse to, to, go. to go again. Yeah, we're going to a Tigers game. We can explore a little bit of the city again. 
Should be fun. The weather will be nice, too. Mm-hmm. A little bit warmer than the last time we went. Yeah. Although it wasn't cold or anything when no. we went last time. Um, yeah, so uh, if you like this podcast, please let somebody else know that you liked it and <laughs> so that they listen to it. Uh, also, if you would like to ask us a question that we can talk about for any of the upcoming podcasts, you can leave it in the comment sections on Facebook or wherever you're seeing this. Or if you're using the Anchor app, I think you can leave a voice message and we can answer back to it if you're comfortable with that. Yeah, totally. Uh, give us as much feedback as you possibly can. Yes. Because we're, we're new- calling you out, family, because <laughs> you're probably going to be the only ones listening to this first one. But hopefully we'll, there'll be more people down the line. Yeah, we're new to this and we want interaction with you guys. We want to know that we're being heard and we want to listen to you. So please reach out if you have any inclination to doing so. Yes. All right. Well, I think that'll wrap us up for the first E and G podcast. Uh, I am Jeff. And I'm Esther. And uh, we will see you guys, or you will hear us next week. (laughs) Bye.